What's up, this your man Witness on the first installment of Rapzilla Stock Riser. Here I have with me the kid Lee, Rapzilla freshman honoree. How are you doing today? I'm doing great. How are you? Doing awesome. Glad to have you. So you were honored in the 2023 Rapzilla freshman. How can, I mean, talk to us about how you felt when you got that news. Um, it was really exciting. It was amazing to me because I've always wanted to be a Rapzilla freshman. I would look at it from all the years before and I would wish that that was me back then, but I wasn't doing Christian hip hop. So, yeah, I'm just excited. Let's talk about your background. You said you started music in what year? Um, for the kingdom, I, st- I would say I started in 2022 for real, like really doing it for the kingdom. But I did start before that, but I was kind of going back and forth between secular and Christian hip hop. But I started taking it serious in 2022. 2022. OK, so during COVID, a lot of people were trapped in the house, um, not really able to be outside and be active in whatever they were doing. So what was a typical day like for you? during that COVID period? So I was working. I had a job, but I had ended up getting laid off for COVID. And um, I was stuck in the house. I was isolated from my friends. I ended up losing them all. And then that's around the time that Christ came into my life. And I got closer to him. I started praying, started spending more intimate time with him, reading my word, learning more about Christianity and stuff like that. And really thinking about if I wanted to go ahead and become a Christian. And um, yeah, it was just a lot of isolation and stuff. It was really, it was a really life-changing moment when COVID happened for me. Dope. Okay, so during that time period, you were still doing secular music, but you said you were isolated and you started to get in your word. So was this like something you were doing consistently while doing secular music? Yeah, I, w- I was kind of living a lukewarm lifestyle. I would go back and forth between like cussing in my music, but then talking about God, telling people about God, but doing something different in my own time at some point. So I was just, it was really a process for me to fully submit to Christ and to fully give Christ my music and stuff and just let him take over. I was just going back and forth. Ah, uh, okay, okay, okay. So during that isolation period, if you get in your word, is that when like you felt the tugging on your heart or was it someone that reached out for you to actually go full fledged? Like how did that transformation or that transition happen for you to go kingdom? Um, A tugging on my heart. I just began to fall more in love with Christ and just really stop caring about what others thought about me doing Christian hip hop and I would just fall more in love with Jesus and just really want to do this for him, really want to bring souls to the kingdom for real. So I really wanted to use my gifts for him instead of myself. Here you are, this person who's in the word, um, doing music, but not for the Lord. And then you feel this tugging on your heart to actually do kingdom music. So at that point you start recording songs. Now, of course, you have these songs. Now people got to hear them, and you got to go out and perform them. Did you feel uh, intimidation or some kind of doubt that this might be corny? People might not like this when you actually start to release music. Yeah, at one point I did, and um, it was a lot of fear that came with it. 
But then I met my friend Kieran the Light, and he's one of the reasons why I, you know, he helped me get more bold with it. He helped me get closer to Christ. And, um, you know, Christ delivered me from being so fearful of what people would think and stuff and just allowed me to be more bold and confident when it came to doing this for him. Shout out Karen the Light for being obedient and being used by God because you take Karen the Light out of the, the picture, then we don't have no kid, the kid Lee. So shout out to him, man, and his dopeness too. Uh, so now that you're releasing this music and you're confident, let's talk about where your heart was at the time of your, your early stages because for some people, it could be a roller coaster. Some people can feel like, hey, I'm, I'm full-fledged. I'm on fire for the Lord. I got it. When you got in that, the early season of releasing music, did you feel like your walk was really intact? Not really. At some, Sometimes I did, but I would still struggle a lot with lust and um, anxiety and just things that I had like strongholds that I still had on me and stuff. So I would kind of like constantly fall a lot. And I would be like, I wasn't even sure of my salvation at one point. And um, yeah, I, I didn't become like fully, fully, fully on fire until like, I say literally a few months ago, like full on fire, like just doing this fully on fire for Christ. Well, as a fan and as someone who, who studies the culture, I can say that that's what draws the fans to you is your your boldness, your your confidence, and just your your determination. We can we can feel that. Like we can see it and we can hear it in your delivery. So praise God that He's elevating you to take you to higher levels in Him to really walk this kingdom walk and keep dropping that fire. So now let's talk about where you, you got to a point in your life where you knew some sin was kind of, I would say like the thorn in your flesh, like Paul dealt with. And yep. then God led you to a friend to talk to and then led you to Atlanta. Now Atlanta's known for a lot of things. That's where I live. And people come to Atlanta for a lot of different things. And a lot of them is things that deal with sin. So here you are coming to Atlanta and you receive something different. Tell us what you received when you came to Atlanta. So um, I was going to Atlanta for a video shoot with my friend Wenji for the song, Get Out My Way, very prophetic song. And um, I told one of my friends that lives in Atlanta that I was coming and she said that she felt in her spirit that I needed to get baptized because I had never been baptized like I did. But I was like super little. I was a baby. And then um, she said that she was led to tell me that I needed deliverance, too. So I went ahead and I did it because the Lord was also telling me that I need deliverance in different ways. But I didn't I wasn't sure if he was really telling me until I got that confirmation. So I went ahead and I went to Atlanta. Atlanta, um, went to her church called Consuming Fire. They prayed for me. I got baptized and I ended up getting deliverance and uh, demons came out and I ended up posting about it online because the Lord like was really tugging me to share it with people. So they know that it's possible to get freed from strongholds and stuff like that. And I was afraid to post it at first, but I did it for him because I genuinely wanted to let people know that freedom is possible 
and that Jesus is real and that there's power in the name of Jesus. So I went ahead and just did that, even though I got a lot of hate for it. But I also got a lot of people saying that they wanted to go get their deliverance, too. So, you know, it was worth it. And the persecution was worth it because I just wanted to glorify him and let the world know what he did for me, that he freed me from strongholds that I was in. Praise God. Like that, that right there just brought a scripture to my spirit when it says when persecution comes for my name's sake, rejoice. So that's a rejoicing moment. So me personally, I watched your deliverance video and it moved me in my spirit. It moved me to the point where I had to share it with some people because I know we all struggle with different sin and for you to record that and post it, like that's bold. And I feel like that's going to set people free because that's scripture too. Our testimony will set people free. And that part of your testimony, you sharing it with the world, a lot of people will kind of tuck that away in the closet. But here you are sharing that boldly. And I felt moved in my spirit to share it. Like, yo, people don't understand that demons are real. And for yeah. you to take that step and say, God, I need you. I need more of you. I need to change for you. Wow. Wow. I mean, glory to God. Glory to God. That actually, yeah. that actually moved me to want to interview you and get that out because I feel like more people need to know that aspect of your testimony. And, and your a lot of your music is testimonial and you talk about coming out of so many different things. Let's talk about how you came out of um, that habit of smoking. Tell us about that. So um, when I lost the friends that I was hanging out with, that's actually when I stopped smoking weed, but I was still vaping after that. So it was a little harder for me to come out of the vaping. But with the weed part, it was kind of just like peer pressured. And I would um, fall into that peer pressure every time and I would smoke with them and um, I would do sexual things while I was high. Like, And I just felt like at the time like highness was amazing. But when I lost those friends that were peer pressuring me to do that, that's kind of when the desire for that went away. Cause it was never really like a huge addiction, but then I was still vaping. I would vape CBD because it calmed me and it get, I felt like at the time it gave me peace and to uh, stop doing that, that also the desire, when I came to Christ, that desire kind of just went away. Cause I didn't desire anything, but him to give me peace and the peace that he gave me, was so much better than the peace that vaping gave me. So I would pray, I would talk to him. Um, I would ask him to deliver me from certain things to help me stop doing certain things. And it just worked. And over time, he really just changed me and took those habits away. Praise God. Praise God. And I felt like somebody needed to hear that today. That's why I really wanted to touch on that on this platform. So let's talk about the music. You got a single right now that's killing it. Some up-tempo. You said it's got like a reggae vibe. Um, tell us how that came about. So it's called Best Self. And I had that was before the deliverance. I had been feeling a lot when I wrote that song. And I turned off my phone and I just had let the Holy Spirit really lead. I let God lead that song. And I just poured everything out to him on the mic that I was feeling. And it came 
into that song. And then um, I wasn't going to drop it, but the Holy Spirit kind of urged me to drop it whenever there was a whole lot of people in the comments asking for it when I posted a snippet of it, just to let people know like, hey, God delivered me from this. And I was dealing with this. I wrote a song about it. It was hard for me to pray at the time. So I did it through song and I wasn't going to put it out because I wasn't, I'm not in that headspace anymore. So I didn't know if I should still put that out or not. And I had been asking the Holy Spirit. And then I just posted a video of it because I felt the urge. And um, when there were so many people in the comments asking for it, so many people saying that they can relate to it, I was just like, okay, I'm going to drop it. So I went ahead and dropped it. Dope. Dope. Well, I can say one thing. When I listen to your music, I hear maturity in Christ. And for you to be so young and not even be like on this kingdom walk for that long, that's just that speaks volumes to you and your 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 determination to serve the Lord and grow in the Lord. Because I would say I will go on the record and say your music is older than you. The reason I say this is because you're able to reach the younger generation, middle age and older generation and other older generations because you speak from a place of confidence in Christ that if you just give it to the Lord, he can change you too. And I think that's what makes your music so powerful. So speaking of your music, there's a birdie chirping out in the streets. And the word is you're working on a new album. Uh, mm-hmm. Could you tell us a little bit about that or features or the direction, anything you want to share with us on that? Yeah, so the album is called Jesus Saves. And what I'm doing in this album is I'm really, really, really making every single song really scripture based and just glorifying God in every single song. Um, I came when I started doing this album, I came with the mindset of I'm not doing this for myself. It's not about me. It's about Jesus. So every single song is about Jesus. And um, I'm reading out of the Bible for each of those songs and just take it from the Bible and putting it into those songs. And um, it's going to come out probably around November and it's got features on it, features with Isaiah Robin, Karen, the light child, like Cece and a couple more people. And I'm just excited for it. It's got like, it's got a lot of songs on it. So, and I'm hoping that it just reaches so many people and that it, you know, makes people want to go to their Bible and learn about Jesus more and, just know that it's about him. Dope. Looking forward to that. Can't wait till you drop that in November. That's my B-Day month. So I'll be waiting for that one. I remember hearing you say something about you not having confidence to come out and speak. And that's something you pray for. I, I can see that God is working on you in that area. And the way you speak now, I would have never thought you didn't have boldness and confidence to speak because you come from a place of don't ever doubt my God. Like he's for real, for real. So now that you're elevating in that area, do you see yourself doing anything outside of just putting out music? Yeah, I do. Um, Hopefully, God willing, I'll be able to speak um, to the younger generations and stuff like that and just be able to speak out places. And because I'd be having like words in my heart that I want to share, but I feel like I'm not as good of a speaker. But I know that God is he's working with me on that. 
Yeah, yeah. Like, see, that's the doubt thing that we all struggle with. Like, and hey, maybe God will use somebody else. Oh, no, I'm not. No, not me, not me. And then, like, Moses. Moses was like, okay, well, you're picking me. I can't even, you know, he got a stuttering problem. But here it is. God used him to lead Israel out of bondage. So I'm going to say just go. Just go. If you feel that tugging on your heart, even when you don't even know where to start, just go. Because you. it's in you. It's in you. You definitely have it. And we're just going to praise God for the elevation in that area. What do you want to say to that artist who is putting out content? They're in the studio. They're in their word. And they just feel like they're not getting the results that they want. And they they see people like you, you know, you you elevating in the kingdom you you getting the traction with your music and they feel like ah, I'm just going to give up maybe this is not for me what do you want to say to that person okay so one I just want to say that I've been there um I've been in that place where I felt like I should just give up because I wasn't reaching as many people as I wanted to and I just want to say just keep on trusting God because if he has a plan for you he's gonna finish that plan like he's gonna he's gonna work with you and he's gonna finish it and just keep on letting him hold your hand through this and uh, keep on being obedient and just keep on being consistent and just keep your hope in him Praise God. So there you have it. So for people that want to follow you and find you on social media, how can they find you? How can they keep up with you? So my Instagram is the Kid Lee, and then my TikTok is Kid Lee underscore, and then you can find me on all streaming platforms under Kid Lee, and then my YouTube is Kid Lee. Dope, dope, dope. Okay, well there you have it. This is your boy Witness from Rapzilla signing off on the Stock Riser. Y'all keep up with the kid Lee. Until next time, I'm a holler at you.